0: Full 10 Yards Podcast. Yes, welcome in everyone. This is the Full 10 Yards Podcast where of course, you all know by now, every yard counts. Thank you for joining us on today's show. Today's show is called Pivot where we'll be looking at teams and players in the NFL facing pivotal seasons in 2019. Um, let's get the huddle in, let's get the boys, let's get the boys in for the personnel. Welcome in Lee first, as always. Lee, if you say one word about the LA Chargers win over the Cowboys in the uni bracket, I will cut your microphone.
1: I mean, it wasn't even a win, it was a demolishing. But yeah, I won't mention it. Jolly good. Uh, Rob, <laughs> Rob, welcome you in as well. How are the Greens treating you?
2: Yeah, well, you ask me that every week, and I, 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 I feel I, I feel like there's no different
0: answer to it. yeah, they're good. Yeah. Uh, how's how's the wife treating you? I didn't, did I see somewhere that you're uh, celebrating no. uh, an anniversary?
2: Yes, yes, uh, two two years. Yesterday it was uh, happily married. Well, she's happily married. Me, I, you know, I, <laughs> I struggle on by. No, no, no. We've had we've got a very good relationship, and uh, yeah, it's been a good two years. So, uh, looking forward to the next two. Okay, Excellent. well done. So, in the huddle oh, with That bo- just, just got me some brownie points.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Make sure that's your ringtone or something.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll clip that and put it in every podcast.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we're in the huddle, then boys. So today's today's play calls look like this. First down. We're going to be answering some questions. It's called question time. Uh, I'm not going to do news and notes. It's really uh, we, we're kind of sailing into the, the calm waters, aren't we? Of the of the NFL offseason. So uh, no bumps along the road there. So not really too much to report. Maybe we'll do some of that uh, next week because there's a few things bubbling up at the moment. Tyreek Hill and and all the rest of it. But we'll we'll do those next week. Uh, and if you haven't realised by now, ladies and gentlemen, yes, I have a cold and sound like Barry White. Um second down is going to be pivot where we say, like I say, we're going to be looking at teams and players who are facing uh, crunch time, I suppose, in the NFL in 2019. Third down is the quiz, James Fotheringham, the um, NFL fantasy hype train. Uh, we'll be joining this a cracking quiz that one uh, very much looking forward to, to letting you letting that one loose uh, and fourth down is your full 10 yards update where we'll give you everything full 10 yards lots of stuff going on as usual but the play the playcock is playcock I hopefully we screwed that one up the playcock wow. is running down to five so let's let's start first down let's get the snap off first down. Okay, first down. So a couple of questions. As I say, a couple of people responded to my tweet the other day about any any questions that that, that we have. So uh, I suppose let's start off with um, Martin got in touch with us uh, asking about OJ's fantasy takes. Is he onto something about taking Patrick Mahomes uh, first overall? I mean, he's not quite onto something, but he is on something. Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm not quite sure i'm not quite sure what uh it's quite funny actually because rob you asked me last week whether or not it'd be good publicity to get oj simpson on the podcast um (laughs) didn't take you up on it so it probably answers your question (laughs) Um, (laughs) tongue-in-cheek that was i can tell you that being honest i suppose he's making a a of himself even if he's also making a fool of himself at at the same time lee
1: yeah well yeah definitely i mean it's all come out of nowhere isn't it and then he's sort of Going into the world of fantasy football and dropping dropping some knowledge
0: bombs on everyone. <laughs> yeah, knowledge bombs, more stink bombs, more like. Um, but yeah, Rob. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'm I'm an advocate of the late QB. I'm I'm, I'm sure you are as well. Where surely Patrick Mahomes, number one overall, is just um, is just attention seeking, isn't it?
2: Yeah, well, unless you're playing in a super draft league, uh, a super draft, a super a flex super league. Draft. Yeah, super draft. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wish they were a thing. Uh, yeah, a super flex league. Unless, unless that's the case, then uh, yeah, I like, don't. Don't listen to him. He also said that Todd Gurley was the like out and out RB one in fantasy this year. Um No, <laughs> he's he, he's got issues. And um, we had a good conversation about Todd Gurley on our group actually um this this week. And I'm, I'm a fan of Todd Gurley, but not at 101. <laughs> no, or not not even the first running back off the board. I mean, he will be 101 if that's the case. No, 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 not for me. Don't listen to him. Don't listen
0: to him. No, uh, Murph from Five Hundred Rush. Shout out to you. Uh, he got in touch and asked us which. uh which of the division, all the divisions, which teams are going to finish bottom? So I suppose let's, uh, let's quickly run through those then. So AFC North, it's got to be Cincinnati after the Jonah Williams. Uh, in, in, um, shout out to Adam as well. Sorry, mate. Uh, yeah, Cincinnati is obviously AFC North, uh, fourth place. Yeah. So you can lock that one in, can't you? Um, yep. AFC South, I suppose Jacksonville. Tennessee for me. Uh...
1: Yeah, it's between those two, isn't it? Definitely. Um, like that, that I mean, I'll talk, I'll, I'm going to talk about one of the players later on who, involved in this, so
0: yeah. um, I'll leave it. Yeah. leave it to um, them. Yeah, and I say I, we we'll do it for fourth down, but obviously I did a Jacksonville uh, article over the weekend as well, so you can go check that out, and that will probably that, I'll say I'm one of those teams uh, for a bit for second down as well. Uh, well, we've got AFC North, uh, AFC East, I suppose, is the Miami Dolphins, isn't, probably it? Miami, isn't it? Well. Yeah. Um, yeah, West, it's Miami, isn't it? Yeah. And AFC West, Oakland. I know you said Denver last week, Rob, didn't you?
2: Well, yeah, I've changed my mind. Hey, uh, I, I think, there he is. <laughs> I, 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 think Oakland, I think Oakland are just going to be a steaming mess after after the TV show. Um, what is it, uh Hard knocks. Hard knocks, yeah. I think they're going to be a steaming mess after that. I think that's going to open up. I, just, oh, I don't know. I don't know what to think about Oakland. But I, I'm actually slightly growing on Denver a little bit. So, yeah, Oakland is is, is my pick. The disclaimer strikes once more. Yeah. <laughs> I need
0: a T-shirt. Yeah. I need to get a T-shirt. Just a get t-shirt. just get like the Superman, but just change the S to a D or something, aren't <laughs> um, they? Okay. Um, okay, let's move on. NFC North, then NFC North. Uh, so it has to be Detroit Lions for me, just because the other three teams are so much better. Uh, NFC South. If anyone, if anyone disagrees, just shout out. Uh, NFC South has to be. Oh, it's a tough one, I suppose, isn't it? I I want to say the
1: Panthers. Yeah, the... I'm going to say Panthers. All right. Because I think that you know, I think the books could have a bit of a resurgence under Bruce Arians. I mean, it might not happen, but I mean, yeah, again. I'm probably well known for this. Not a really big Panthers fan. Not a big Cam Newton fan. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I think they, they're a definite candidate, let's put it that way. I suppose yeah. if, if Carolina I, finished
0: fourth as well, you'd probably see Cam Newton trying to pay someone to change position. <laughs> well, hey! <laughs> hashtag nice. topical.
1: Got
2: it
0: <laughs> in. Nice. Got it
2: in. Uh, I, I think that, I think uh, we just discussed this the other day, but we went through all the, do you remember um, a couple of weeks ago when we went through all the schedules? Um, yeah. And we predicted the schedule. I think I found that I like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but their schedule is pretty yeah, horrendous. Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was them at the bottom. I don't want it to be. I'd prefer it to be Carolina because, like Lee, I'm not a massive fan of the
1: Panthers. Um, so, yeah, one of them two, innit? There we go. Okay, NFC East, uh, Giants. <laughs> it sounded like you were going to say something real eloquent then and you just ended with something like that, innit? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: NF- NFC East has to be between Washington, and the Giants, we go going Giants. Cowboys. No, definitely giants. Uh, get definitely out of here. the Giants. Definitely
2: the Giants. <laughs> definitely the Giants.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely, hundred percent. NFC West. Uh, uh, again, I think Arizona, similar to like the Buck, could be a resurgent team uh, this season. I think out the, coming out the gates, they could easily go three and two. Judging, I listened to the Rotor World podcast with Josh Norris, and he reeled off the first five or six, and they had very winnable games there. I think Cincinnati won, so that's a that's a locked in win. The
1: thing. The thing, the thing with the Cardinals for me, it's a little bit like what you've just said about the Lions. Though, like the other three teams are just going to be so much more better. So they might not even have like a terrible no. record, but mm. they'll still finish fourth. Right, San
0: Francisco. Oh, there you go. There's my answer. San Francisco finished bottom. Uh,
1: Aye, come on. on. I'm Pretty
2: contrarian. Bit. I'm going completely. I'm going to go Seattle. Wow. All right, All right
0: OJ.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We got okay. him on, lads, we've got him on OJ Simpson. <laughs> um right, okay. So, Patrick
2: Mahomes, QB one. Get draft him in the first round, yeah.
0: Was that your impression?
2: Yeah, terrible, <laughs> sorry. Awful. I've got to stop. I, I'll stop. To
0: be, I'll stop. To be fair, I've never I don't think I've ever heard OJ Simpson uh, talk. Um Jacob uh, of course of the um who's on the podcast a little while ago, he he got in touch with us and said, uh, five teams on average missed the playoffs uh, from year to year. So which five teams from the t- twenty eighteen playoffs are uh, going to miss in could potentially miss in 2019. So I'm just going to rattle off all the all the teams that are in the playoffs last season. So the Chargers, Baltimore Ravens, uh, New England Patriots, Indianapolis, Kansas City, Houston Texans, Seattle Seahawks, Dallas Cowboys. Hope you're writing this down, fellas. L.A. Rams, <laughs> New Orleans, Philadelphia, and Chicago. The one that jumps off the page for me is Houston. Um, I think that that, that, oh, off- okay. that offensive line is going to kill them this season. Uh, Bal- the... Baltimore, another one.
1: Ravens are the one yeah. that yeah, stick out for me straight away. Seahawks um, for
0: me, obviously, as I just slated nah, them.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I, it's, I could say the Seahawks as well, but obviously for slightly different reasons because I think that the Niners are going to be that good. Uh, I think you know, the, the, like I say, the three, they got three really good teams in that division, but then one's going to miss out most likely, so it could be the Seahawks. So yeah, I'd go along with that as one potential one.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, Chicago could be a potential one as well if if Minnesota back yeah. their ideas up, and then you've got you've got Green Bay, Minnesota in that league quite easily. Uh, could quite easily do that, and uh, I'd be surprised. Well, would I? Mm, I don't know. Obviously, I'm a, I'm a Dallas fan, so I'm always, always going to say two are going to come from the East because uh, Philadelphia are just pretty decent. But uh... <laughs> I guess as well because I've obviously mentioned this a couple of times um, over the recent
1: weeks that I have the Rams down as a regression candidate. So you know, if I'm going to say that the Seahawks and the Niners are going to be you know good as well, then again the, the same logic works with what I just said about Seattle. Yeah,
0: no, I agree. No, I agree. So, and
2: also, like, I, I hate myself for saying this, but if Indy don't win the division, if Houston win the division, Indy comes second. You know, there's only two wild card spaces. If they if they if they come second with like a I don't know, a ten and six or nine and seven, then they might not make it. You know. Yeah, I
1: think... yeah because you've got to think of you know in the in the East you pretty much guaranteed that two yeah uh, are going to come from the yeah, West Yeah, yeah. So you you know so it there's... leaves one really doesn't it for everyone else to scrap it over
2: exactly then you've got like the Steelers and the Browns I mean they're one of them you'd expect to to get through to the playoffs so it does leave yeah Houston or, or Indy one of them is probably
0: going to miss out yeah we shall see there you go a couple of couple of uh, list of questions there so I appreciate all of those and then we had one one I did want to bring up was which I've that now lost in front of me it was um, there was a thing going around Twitter wasn't there about um, you can only use one team once and you have loads of different categories. I think is it's two, four, six. You've got eight categories. So you can only use one team once and here are the categories. So you've got overrated, underrated, will improve, will regress, uh, playoffs in 18, miss in 2019, uh, miss in 2018, playoffs in 2019 and then most likely first to worst. Uh, and most likely worst to first so a bit of uh, what Jacob just said there so we'll go we'll go through them then i suppose you've you've got them all written down i've actually lost my notes because i forgot to send them to myself so i'm a knob um so i'm going to try and i'm going to try and wing this one um so <laughs> hey, let's let's start with overrated then lads what what, Lee, what are you going for
1: chiefs uh bad defence and people are still talking about they're going to win the west and it's not going to happen uh, rob
2: uh, uh seahawks <laughs> I, i'm sorry seahawks fans i'm on you today um
0: yeah i think people think it's a given that they're going to make the playoffs i don't think it is um okay i've gone for 49ers just because we know why i haven't seen yeah. it i haven't seen it show me it and then i'll, I'll buy into it but until that point i'm they're gonna be overrated and eight and a half wins i mean come on they're not getting that anyway um okay next one underrated underrated team lee
1: Redskins for me. I think they're going to be like semi decent, and everyone's talking them down like they're going to be, you know, picking in the top five next year. Rob, I mean, like I said, I'm not going to say they make the playoff spot,
0: you know. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, Rob,
2: uh, Bucks, just because. Again, uh, I I've gone against myself what I said what I said, but they they're only a couple of wins, couple of division wins. If they manage to sneak a couple of division
0: wins, they could uh, they could be sneaky. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, I've gone for uh, Dallas just because. Homer. Uh, no, I. I just, <laughs> yeah, I, just, I just think that they're Me- they're, pre- they're actually quite underrated. I mean, Gil Brandt put something out saying that they've got the second most talented talented team. I was just about to say. Team. I was yeah. like, thank you. Finally, someone like <laughs> someone talking an old someone talking some an, sense old, man. an old man, an old man, old <laughs> man yells at Cloud.
3: <laughs> um,
0: uh, yeah, I no, I just think. they're much better than people give them credit for. I mean, power rankings are never in the top ten and they're quite easily a top ten team, in my opinion. So that's why I've gone underrated. Um I, I suppose that yeah, you know, being America's team they're never going to be they're never out of the limelight, so you can never really say mm. they're underrated. They're just dumped upon like a uni bracket vote. Um <laughs> <laughs> you're mentioned it more than me. Yeah I know it's just <laughs> yelling at clouds uh, Moving on uh, Will it will improve uh, I've gone for Cleveland Just because they haven't got yeah. A whole season of Hugh Jackson So clearly that You know By You know More more is less Yeah Addition by subtraction And all the rest of it uh, uh, Lee what have you gone for
1: Yeah I've gone for the same I was going to say For my underrated I found that the Most difficult category to pick for But this is actually the easiest That will improve Because obviously the yeah. Browns Like you say You know Hugh Jackson Improvement of talent Full year of Baker Mayfield as well yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just definitely gonna be better, I think.
0: Yeah, I was tempted to put overrated for overrated for Cleveland, but um, I, I I withheld. Uh, Robbie, what are you going for? Will improve? Uh, make
2: it a full house. I've got the Ooh, Browns. Oh, um, Browns! There you go. Yeah, it's a, slam, it's a slam dunker, isn't it? Yeah, it's but like... with a, with an only more honourable mention to the pack as well. Cause I think the Green Bay Packers are going to be uh, pretty good this year.
0: Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, uh, next one is will regress. This will be an interesting one, Lee. What are you going for?
1: Well, I've gone for the Rams, but I mean, I've t- I've mentioned that uh, like a moment ago. So I'll go for the Steelers as well. I think they'll they'll definitely regress uh, in Steelers, some capacity because I, I think you know the Ravens are going to be a bit of a different prospect. Obviously, Lamar in his first full season. Obviously, we just talk, spoke about the Browns. Obviously, they've lost a bit of talent as well. The Steelers have, so you know that could definitely be a, a regression candidate for me. Fair enough, Rob.
2: Uh, I've gone for the Rams. So I've. Um... As, as Lee was going to go for the Rams as well. Um, I, I think that uh, Super Bowl last year, I don't think they're going to make the Super Bowl this year, so that's natural regression.
0: Fair enough. Uh, I've gone for Kansas City just because, um, obviously, I'll, I'll mention this obviously in, in in the second down as well, but uh, yeah, obviously he set the world alight last year. Patrick Mahomes on fire first season. Uh, teams now have tape on him. Uh, now they've got to deal with expectation as well. Similar to the Browns, would be interesting to see how they do that. And I just don't think, obviously, Patrick Mahomes is going to be in a position to to throw for five thousand yards and fifty touchdowns. I don't know, was he the third quarterback ever to do that or something? Um, probably hasn't got any Tyreek Hill for for a good chunk of the season. Uh, no Kareem Hunt as well. I know he missed the last end the back end of the season, but he set the world alight as well the first half of the season. And again, like say yeah, I think they've got a bit of tape on them now, so I just think it would be a bit easier for teams to to prepare for them. Uh, and the, you know they've had a lot of adversity to to deal with over the off season. So I just think that they, I don't think they'll be able to hit the, the heady heights that they did last last year. So um, okay, moving on to playoffs then. So team that missed the playoffs, uh, sorry, team that made uh, the playoffs last year but will miss in twenty nineteen. Lee, uh, the Ravens for me. That's what I've gone for. I think we've gone over the reasons for that already. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny actually how we we we're not using the same team, but we're all kind of using the same team as a collective. Yeah, quite interesting. <laughs> uh, Rob.
2: Yeah uh texans yeah. uh for the reasons i said earlier uh, indy or houston i think one of them missed out so uh of course i've gone for houston because i
1: don't think it's going to be indy
0: yeah no I, I think i think texans
2: as
1: well <laughs> can't miss the playoffs with a 16 and a record rob well exactly this is
2: what i'm saying uh well 15
1: and one you know week one loss but
2: no no chance <laughs> no, no 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 get out get out
0: uh,
2: and for the record for the record the Dallas Uni is definitely better than the Chicago uh, oh, and the, the Chargers.
0: Oh <laughs> did, did did you vote in that in that vote, Rob? Did you vote for Chargers?
2: No, I voted for Dallas. No,
0: I, I sense I sense lie. I sense
2: lies. <laughs> I didn't vote. I didn't see it. I'm not gonna lie. Shocking. I see. Abstained.
0: Abstained. <laughs> Abstain for the for Comfy the so take down the podcast. Um, yeah yeah and and to be fairly i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna pull you in and i'm gonna uh, discipline you under the uh, code of conduct so i'm gonna, I'm a, what? What I'm gonna have a i' i'm gonna chat with roger and see what uh what the what the band's gonna be no, i'm checking you have
1: no proof of how many burner accounts i opened no
0: well i have i have i have tweets <laughs> tweets to your mates anyway moving on, let's move on uh, let's, <laughs> what a tangent <laughs> you're not sounding bitter at all <laughs> no, no, no. it's all right it's fine it's fine you can just hate it's fine i'm joking uh right missed missed the playoffs in 2018 and we'll get the the uh, playoffs in 2019 quite a few contenders here in my opinion i went with uh who did i go with here green bay i've gone for uh but you could have had maybe the falcons as well but uh, lee what are you going for
1: i will die on this hill for the 49ers ah. they are going to the playoffs this year <laughs>
0: And I, I will die on the
2: Devonta Freeman here, I'm going for the Falcons. Yeah, I like Falcons. Falcons and... Uh... Yeah,
1: Falcons Falcons is a really good shout. If I didn't want to hammer home the point that I love the 49ers this year, I would have gone for the Falcons. I think they're going to be really good.
0: Fair yeah. enough. Okay, and then the last two, the most likely first to worst, uh,
1: Um This was a really tough one, I thought. Uh, I think both of these two are quite tough, but I've gone for the Bears. Ooh. So I think the the North's going to be a really good division. Ooh. Bears, interesting. That's spicy. It that is hot, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, you know, I'm going to talk about one of the teams in the North later on, like I say, and uh, yeah.
2: Fair enough. All right, Rob? Uh, the Ravens for me. Yeah, um, for the Ravens as well. I, as much as I swear, I swear, I swear the, we've the, said the, the Ravens pickles. four times.
1: Yeah, bet- <laughs> uh, I haven't. But um, I think between us, we have, yeah, yeah. between us, probably.
2: Uh, I, I, I don't. I don't think they'll finish below the Bengals, but I think they're the most likely of the teams to finish first to worst.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, and then finally to all off, they're most likely worst to first. Uh, I've gone for Arizona.
2: Woohoo, I'll join you. Wow.
0: Just wow, because okay. it's just a, a process of elimination. So Lions have got no no chance yeah. in hell of getting first, yeah. and then mm-hmm. neither of the Giants. Well, I suppose I mean, no. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the south Tampa Bay yeah possibly but that the the three teams above them are just obviously if you don't like Carolina it might be a bit of an easier uh, ascent to the top but then even in the you know, AFC East no chance uh, AFC West no chance AFC North mm. Cincinnati no chance and uh, AFC South who like, was who's bottom last year Jags yeah maybe Jags, yeah. Yeah,
1: Jags are probably the second closest Jags,
0: Jags but I don't yeah, yeah I don't like the Jags so. but
1: again it's like really difficult because like you say you go through this process for the nation yeah and then you're only left with one or two candidates. I mean, one isn't the Cardinals, but, you know, yeah, the Jags. Yeah. No, just, yeah. <laughs> there we go. No, it's difficult. No, it's difficult. I'm just pulling your like, yeah, it's hard.
0: There we go. Okay, so that was a bit of fun there on first down beats the news normally, doesn't it? Um, Let's go. Let's go no huddle, fe- uh, fellas. And let's go second down. Second down. Okay, so in the, in the, as uh, as friends... as. What's his name from bloody friends? David Schwimmer, (laughs) Ross Geller, that's the one. As he would say, if he had a sofa going up the stairs, he would pivot, pivot, that's all. Pivot! 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 My sandwich. (laughs) We're going to look at one team each from the NFC and one player uh, from the AFC and a player as well. Just have a little talk about um, why it's an important season for those teams or players. Uh, Lee, we'll start off with you, why not? We go to Detroit for the NFC.
1: Yeah, so obviously we were just talking about sort of potentially finishing fourth and coming right up to the top. I don't actually think the Detroit Lions will do that. Because like we said, we've got the Packers, we've got the Bears, we've got the Vikings. who are all pretty good teams. But I do think it's quite a pivotal season for Detroit. Um, I think quite a lot of people are down on them. Obviously, you two guys are. But I think they're a relatively talented team. But I think they've just got to show it. I think it's a pivotal season for Matt Patricia in year two as well. Obviously, you have the first year. You get some things out of your system, like making people train in the snow when you've got a perfectly good indoor facility. You know, and then you can weed out the sort of characters that you sort of do want and you, you can get in the guys that you do. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't think I said that correctly, but anyway. Um, but then, you know, you look at the Lions' history recently. Um, they went 9-7 and seven in 2017, 9-7 in 2016, 7-9 in 2015 and 11-5 and in 2014. So going back over the last like five years, they've made the playoffs twice, been hovering around 500, they've dropped. Everyone was really down on them, but they still won six games last year. So I do think it's a pivotal season. I do think they can be a bit better than uh, a lot of people say. You know, they've got some good players. They've got a decent offensive line. Kenny golliday is a potential breakout star. They've still got a good quarterback in Matt Stafford. Um, TJ Hawkinson's going to be good. The offensive line, like I say, is pretty good. And then they've got some stars and D as well. You know, they've got Darius Slay... Uh, I just think they could be quite good, and you know once the culture's established, that what, what Patricia wants to do, what what he wants to instill, I think this could be a pretty good team. But this is the time to prove it, like I say. And if they don't, then people are going to be super down on the all the whole time. Patricia's probably going to get the boot, and you know it's all starting all over again.
0: Yeah, my, my Patricia's a funny one, isn't he? He's got a um, he's got a degree in like rocket or aerospace engineering or something stupid, isn't he? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Reading the, I'm reading. I'm the book at the moment on the uh, on the dynasty of uh, the Patriots, and so I'm currently at the season. What season am I? I They've just uh, lost the Super Bowl to the Giants. But yeah, it's quite not a bad. Read. It's going quite quick each season to season, but it's quite interesting to hear the see the behind the scenes stuff with uh, Brady and and Belichick and that kind of stuff. But there we go. Mm. That's enough of my life. Um... But just bring it back to the Lions for a
2: second, because you've gone off on a right tangent there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I actually I. I don't, I don't dislike the Lions lead this year. Um, and for me, Matt Stafford, it was in the news this week, Matt Stafford had a broken back the second half of mm, last yeah. season. Mm. And if you actually look at their passing at the beginning of the season, uh, he threw over 250 yards, one, two, three, four, five of the first seven games. After that, none. So, yeah. so it was obviously that injury to Matt Stafford affected him and his play. Uh, so be- before that injury, they're saying it's around about week eight, week nine. It happened. Actually, someone said it was um, week ten against the Chicago Bears. It potentially, could have happened. Um, yeah, it, I mean, he, he had a great start to the season, and he also threw. So I'm just looking at it here. Um, for, uh, to, uh, I haven't got it um, anyway he uh, he threw a lot more touchdowns in the first half of the season as well so obviously that did affect him um, now we had a good discussion yesterday Tim about Kenny Golladay because I drafted him in our mock draft yeah. and I, I really like Kenny Golladay this year he's, he's definitely in my top 20 wide receivers maybe even top 15 at the moment I have to double check um, but He's going to be a PPR machine because he's going to get everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be the red zone target. He's going to be the main guy. He's you know he's the, the passing game is going to center around him, and he's super super talented. How many how many,
0: awesome how, many how many touchdowns you got Kenny Gall- Galladay for?
2: Oh, hang on, let me pull it up. Um,
0: I feel like, I feel under over coming here. Uh, Kenny Galladay eight. Eight touchdowns mm,
2: might take you up on that. Might take you so. Up on that.
0: Uh, yeah,
2: how many man, yards you got? Free. I uh uh 1088 okay i'll come back to that i'll write that down and i might come back to that yeah sure um and also Carryon uh, on johnson you know he this is all his now the backfield and yeah i think he's got oon of a talent at the back there um so yeah i i don't disagree with you lee i think it's a good take and i think the the, the uh, lines are going to be sneaky good this year actually all
0: right do anyone want to pause okay let's move on then so we're going to go to one of my Lee's favorite places for 2019 the bay area san francisco um i was looking up kyle shanahan's uh, yeah, record as a, a san francisco 49 And what do you reckon it is 32 games what do you reckon the uh what do you reckon it is mm. eight
2: wins no Lee? 11 wins six
1: seven wins no, 10.
0: Oh, 10 and twenty, yeah. ten and ten and twenty-two. Obviously, four wins last season, six wins the, his first his first season. Um, yeah, I just mm-hmm. think it's a big season. It's, it, it, include I include Carl Shanahan obviously in the in the San Francisco team, but obviously you talked about Matt Patricia there with the the Detroit Lions. But I just don't think in his third season, I don't think even if it, there's injuries now to to that team, he hasn't really got any excuses. You can't keep bailing and pulling out the injury card. I know it's one that says you know it's not their fault and. Uh, you know, you can't, they cut can't, people and co- head coaches get buys, but I just think this, even regardless of injuries or not, it, yeah, it's time for Jimmy G to to put something together. It's time for all the people that in that backfield to put something together. And they've invested a hell of a lot on you know in free agency and the draft with you know wide receivers uh, in the draft and Steve Ford and, and and all the rest of it as well. I just don't think. I mean, that secondary is still trash, but I just don't <laughs> think there's. And the the good thing for San Francisco Forty ers is that division's so good you'll get a good barometer of where San Francisco Forty ers are at because they've got obviously Seattle and uh, and the Rams and I know NFC West teams play play hard against each other all the time although that's more more Seattle but um, yeah I just I just don't see if they get off to a bad start San Francisco Forty ers I just don't see. Kyle, I can see Carl Shanahan going as well, to be to be quite honest. I know it might sound ludicrous, but uh, I don't. It's not. I don't think it's without outside the realms of of possibility. But uh, yeah, I just a think big season, big big season there. I d- I, uh, well, 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 well. <laughs> the back end of that defense, the best player is Richard Sherman. He's coming off a, what, a torn Achilles a couple of seasons ago, and he's not great. He oh yeah, torched. he's just he's just a name now. Um, and you know, D Ford might have teeth and issues coming in, so that defense might still be, pant- you know, might still be quite poor. Uh, and then you know, that offense, Jimmy G's not not played a hand, a great, a great amount of games. That backfield is is patched up more than my my mum's blanket. And you know, you've got you've got a couple of rookie wide receivers in there, and it's always, always hard to adapt from from uh, in in first years. So um, you know, you don't, you don't see many people tearing it up, and I'm not I'm not saying that they can't, but I just don't see. Um, Debo Samuel and all the rest of them being being Odell Beckham juniors. So um, yeah, and because they are in a tough division, Arizona could be absolutely anything again. And they lost to them twice last season. Uh, it could be a could be a long season ahead. And I say it could be Cole Shanahan's uh, head on the guillotine come come towards the end of the season. So yeah, big big season for for San Francisco 49ers in my opinion. So there you go, case closed. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's fair enough. I mean, I I obviously.
1: See the sort of positive in it rather than the negatives that you see. Um, You've got your out and johns on, don't you? I, mean, no, I don't think so. I've not got any, I've not got. <laughs> no, I've not got a dog in this fight, to be honest. So, just I'm just more positive about it. I think you know with the Shanahan offense, I think it's a it's a good scheme. It, it doesn't require a great deal of talent at wide receiver. It just requires a lot of wide receivers, which is what they've got. Yeah. You know they've got Debo, they've got Dante Pettis, who we all like, I think. Jalen Hood is quite decent. Uh, you've got Marquise Goodwin, John Matthews. They're all like the same, the same player essentially. Yeah. But that's what he requires. He requires spread, you know, quick separation, yeah. not a big X receiver. And yeah. um, obviously, you've got George Kittle to do that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and I think the de- de- defense is going to be good. I, I agree with you, Tim. That the the back end isn't the best, um, but you know I think they've invested. Heavily in the defensive line, and I think the linebackers are really good as well. Yeah. Um, so you know that might be able to you know if you can get enough pass rush, the guys at the back end up to cover that long. And I think they're going to have quite a lot of pass rush. To be fair, I think they've got you know Buckner through the middle, uh, D four and both off the edges. I think it's going to be quite a decent defense. To be fair, Jordan
0: Matthews. That's pretty much does it all, isn't it? Anyway, <laughs> all right, I mean he's down the
1: depth chart, but yeah, he's he's, I, he's there and he's another slot. You know, small slot. and I he's think get if... some separation.
2: I think it's going to take another year. I think yeah. for all these new players. No,
0: I, uh, I agree. Like... I agree. But my, my my thought my thought process is: will, will they will Kyle Shanahan get a fourth year? If you know, was it a ten and twenty two record? Well,
2: yeah, I think I think he will because I think they'll be better this year. Uh, but I still think it's going to take. Yeah, he runs be such a complex anyone be better offense. than the second overall pick? Yeah. I think it's going to take another year for them to get better than. Him, but I think that they trust him. I do. I do. I, I think he runs a really complex offensive playbook. I think it takes a lot to learn. Dante Pettis has said that already. There's off season. Yeah, he has. Yeah. Um, so I think he's going to improve. Obviously, they've got Jimmy G back. I'm the jury's still out on him. By the way, uh, no, I'm not. No, I, I think no, he's I hate good. Him. But not, I don't think he's any good. I I, <laughs> I, I, I think he I think he's good. I just don't think he's great. Um, and obviously, the running backs need to, s- to sort out what's going on there. So I think it's going to be a year of. Let's see what we've got and how we work with it. But I think it's going to be better. I think they trust in Shanahan. Um, but I don't think it's going to be. I don't, I'm not, I'm in between you two. I don't. Think, I'm not on levels of, of Lee, who you know is secretly a Forty ers fan. <laughs> um, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not burying them like I buried their uh, their division mates in Seattle
0: think you are
1: just in a bad mood tonight. <laughs> he's got a cold. <laughs> Leave him alone. He's got
0: a cold, bless him. He's not used to it. We shall move on. <laughs> hopefully, Rob, Hopefully, Rob. you can cheer me up. Uh, you've gone for Dallas.
2: I am going to cheer you up because it's a pivotal season for Dallas Cowboys. They have got to make the playoffs this year and they will make the playoffs this year. Uh, Dak Prescott is an underrated quarterback, especially in fantasy. Uh, you know my love for him. Yeah, you might want <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, Ezekiel Elliott is my uh, he's my overall number one pick in fantasy in all formats this year. Um, no lies, I think Amari Cooper is good not great he's <laughs> did you see his quote today he yeah. wants to go for two thousand yards yeah, this yeah. year <laughs> um don't think that's gonna happen but nonetheless uh, he, he's a he's an elite-ish talent uh, i think randall cobb is a good addition i think oh, he's randall gonna Cobb's been tearing uh, a up. lot of the ball uh, yeah but that's that is a, that is hyped i think Sell <laughs> um,
0: tell me uh, some tickets but, uh, we need <laughs> I,
2: I quite like I quite like Michael Gallup. I think I going to step oh, in and yeah. have a good season. Uh, the defense is good; it's solid. Uh, they, you know they tick a lot of boxes, and I think I think yeah, this is this is Dallas's year uh, to make the playoffs. I don't think they're going to get into the Super Bowl, but I definitely think they're going to be a bigger force this year. Definitely, I can't Stay wait, for baby. Us. Here to
0: say, pull that chain. I, I
1: was going to say, I can't wait for us to do our, like hype train episode later in the summer, and you just say say every Cowboys player. Jason Witten is the new Gronk or the old Gronk hang on which way
0: (laughs) Jason Witten 52 going on 26 (laughs) right let's move on to some players in lads Um, let's see seems like we've talked about Detroit a little bit Rob you've gone for Kerryon Johnson
2: yeah, I missed a really good segue there. You did. Which actually, uh, Lee, you did say to me, "You've got a really good segue here," and I completely forgot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've already kind of touched on it. Carry uh, on, Johnson. Uh, Pivotal year for him in the sense that, like, like I've touched on earlier, it's, it's his role. Now he needs to excuse the pun, but he needs to take the ball and run with it because he, you know, he needs to make sure that he is the guy in, in Detroit. Um, there's, you know, no more uh, stealing from Legarrette Blunt um that, that's that's a thing of the past so he, he's probably going to get the goal line work um we, we know he's an effective player and yeah i i love him i think he's going to be great in fantasy teams this year um but it's pivotal for him to to step up
0: yeah it's quite it's quite an interesting one i was listening to i can't remember the podcast it was but uh about cj anderson and about you know the potential of detroit running three tight three tight sets or 13 personnel whatever you want to call it but uh because, so obviously, they've picked up Jesse James, got TJ Hawkinson who can block as well, and um, uh, someone else... Isaac Mauter the well. from
1: Georgia. They drafted him as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just... They're just going to run, 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 run.
2: Well, the, the stats jump off the page. for you. Last year, he played 10 games, OK? Yeah. Um, started seven, so the first three games or the, the first two games, uh, he was obviously being integrated into the offense. And the last game he he missed because of injury. So he only played in ten games. Uh, he went for six hundred and forty-one yards, which is sixty-four point one yards per game, and he had a five point four yards per carry average. So you know the only thing that was down was the touchdowns because he had three, but that's because Blunt was like his, sniping everything in the his, five yards. His production
0: line. was blunted.
2: Uh, <laughs> well, hey. Uh, i don't think cj anderson i don't think he's going to step in and be that l- l- oh no l- no i, I just think you'll get a, you'll I, get
0: a random game of cj anderson i reckon
2: exactly i i think that the, the the reason why blunt was so involved was because of his love affair with patricia obviously they go way but yeah back, that, that's another uh, point i was gonna say is don't Patriots.
0: forget where patricia's come from where they, they're used to running <laughs> committees in in new england
1: i thought you were gonna say about the yeah. book again then i thought you were gonna go yeah they go way back i've been reading about this book and uh
0: no. <laughs> I, can only,
1: I can only read one book at a time i'm not i'm not in
0: 20, 2017 2016 yet i haven't got that. I, haven't, I haven't got there when I, when I when i get there i'll let you know <laughs> oh,
1: god
2: <laughs> anyway carry on johnson yay yeah there you
3: go yeah. thumbs up thumbs go. up
1: yeah. no i like it i like the shout it's a good shout um yeah, I don't think you know. I like I say, I've just been talking up Detroit, so I can't, I can't do anything but back you up. To be fair, um, yeah, he's going to come to the fore. He's going to have more of the share, and yeah, like you say, good points all around.
0: Yeah. Okay, uh, Lee. Before I let you um, ruin the podcast with defensive talk, I'm joking. Well, um, I mean, you know,
1: it could go on the offense first if you insist.
0: Yeah, well, we will. <laughs>
1: you are, you are, re- you are really
0: grumpy today. <laughs> <dated. laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to talk about Carson Wentz. It's probably because I've got to talk about Philadelphia now for a second. No, but uh, yeah, it. Carson Carson Wentz, massive season for Carson Wentz. I know, um, obviously, he signed a massive contract recently, which shows you what what Philadelphia's front office and, and coaches think of him. Um, but it's almost as if Carson Wentz kind of needs to step out from the shadows and Nick Foles, uh, and we've kind of all <laughs> forgotten, kind of. That's not a hot hot take. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think it is pretty. That's pretty spicy. I
2: thought
1: it was on (laughs) the Super Bowl, but. I mean, Wentz is a better player. Yeah, but
0: you've had, you've had talk you've had talk in the offseason about Carson Wentz having a chip on his shoulder because obviously Foles has won the Super Bowl and I know obviously Carson Wentz had an MVP season a couple of seasons ago before he had that that ACL injury. But you know, it, Carson Wentz has got to come out again and you know, a prove his health his health because let's face it, ACL tears and you know they're not obviously bad as they used to be. But you know, his back injury last season they're not great injuries to have on the resume. And you've just signed uh, a four year extension for for Gunners. How many we talked about on a couple of podcasts ago, but. You know, it's almost as if, um, yeah, you know, he's kind of got to impress everyone again and just show everyone what he's about. And sometimes, like we said about expectation earlier in the podcast, for the Browns and whoever the other team was, that I've forgotten already. Um, yeah, you know, he, he can. Some some people back on it. I'm not going to say Carson Wentz is, is going to do that, but uh, yeah, it's just it's just an interesting one from an injury perspective. From Carson Wentz, can he get go through a whole season um, unscathed? You know, is he... Play style is going to change because of the injuries he's had. You know, he's, his his escapability and his mobility and his able his ability to, to make plays uh, is is part of who he is. So it'd be interesting to see how he plays and whether he changes that a little bit. So uh, and he, if he does, can he stay productive? Can he do you know what he what he has done in the past? He, he's got the weapons around him now. He's got Dallas Goddard going through his second year. He's got um, loads of red zone options, so they should score a plenty of touchdowns. So it's just about whether it whether he can whether he can do it or not.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair enough.
0: And obviously, he's got to justify the contract as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um. Yeah. Pivotal season because you know if 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 he goes down halfway through the season or he doesn't produce what he what he has done in the past, you know, you're gonna the, the headlines are gonna start to write themselves, and um, you know, people are gonna wonder whether or not he's he's gonna be the same quarterback that he was in in his second season. Um. So yeah, there's a lot riding on this season for for Carson Wentz. So you could say it's pivotal. <laughs> that would work quite nicely. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, Lee, you you can take the floor with uh, Vic Beasley.
1: Oh, okay. You make oh, I've prepared all my Marcus Mariota stuff. Okay, yeah, Vic Beasley. So uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's. I'm just going to launch into it now. You've you've let me go. So yeah, it's big. It's a big season for Vic Beasley because you know we saw in 2016 he was leading in the NFL in sacks with 15 and a half sacks, um, and then around that every other year. It's four in his debut season and then five in each season since. So, you know, as Eminem once said, will the real Vic Beasley please stand up? You know, how do you go from leading the NFL in sacks to nothing? You know, not even Manchester that total over the, the rest of your career? You know, and he's obviously got the talent. He was drafted number eight out of Clemson and in in his college career he's had thirty sacks in well, th- call it three years when he was a full term starter. You know, that's consistent production at the collegiate level. And now you come into the NFL and you're just not producing. So what's going on? Is it Dan Quinn? Is it the fact that you just you know got some off field issues? You know, the Falcons reluctantly and I will stress reluctantly picked up his fifth year option, which obviously only guarantees his employment for one year. So he's got a, he's got a He's got to book up his eyes otherwise he's gonna be, you know, probably searching for another team to take him up in the prime of his career. You know, he's gonna be twenty seven uh during this season, up and coming. Um, you know, and if you're kind of not producing at twenty seven, you're gonna be the back end of someone's roster, uh, in the prime of your career. If if not, you know, he's gonna rescue his career and you know, people won't think anything. So I think it's the definition of a, a pivotal season for Vic
0: Beasley. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm not sure I agree with the, that's what the lyrics were. but <laughs> yeah, I'll <laughs> uh, Right there, you go. That's your NFC teams and players with some pivotal seasons. So, if you want to, uh, if you want to get in touch with us and tell us your who, players that you think uh, have pivotal seasons ahead, them, you can do. You can get us on Twitter at full ten yards. Let's move over to the AFC. Um, I'm going to save my voice for a little bit because I'm getting a bit of a sore throat. So, uh, Rob, I'm going to go for you for the. Uh, you got Indianapolis, what? is that right? I have got an Indianapolis. Let me just put a little disclaimer in
2: here. Um, hey, <laughs> um, no, someone who might have a sore throat soon is my son. I can hear him absolutely shouting to himself downstairs. Um, not crying, just um, he's talking to himself. But so if that comes across in the podcast, I apologise. <laughs> but he, you know, he, he go and look on my Twitter. He was in front of the mic earlier, and I think his takes will probably be better than mine. So it's probably not a bad thing that if you do hear him, facing um, the podcast, mate, old, facing by the way. The podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I've got my very own Indianapolis Colts. Um, I think it's a very pivotal season. Uh For them this year, because obviously we know the success they had last year uh they were the hottest team in the n f l in the second half of the season, and I think it's it's time for us to step up and prove that that we weren't just a sort of half season wonder. We've got, obviously, those fantastic rookies from last year and, and sophomore players coming in. They, they need to step up and prove that they can do it again. Um, we need to keep keep Andrew Luck upright again this season and and hopefully players like Paris Campbell and and um, Devin Funches, who we've brought in in the off-season, can, can be a part in the red zone. But, yeah, it's, it's a season I'm looking forward to as an Indianapolis fan for the, for the first time in a long time, I'll be honest. Um, I, I'm starting to pick up a bit of momentum last year with our good draft um, but this year definitely I'm, I'm really really looking forward to it and but yeah it's, it's, a, it's a case of uh, everyone needs to come back and, and step up the game a little bit more just to keep going further and further deeper into the playoffs because I think this team has got the potential to be a Super Bowl challenging team.
0: Yeah no, I certainly agree I think I think they're in the, in the top three for the conversation for the AFC uh, with the Chargers uh, as well so um yep certainly agree there Lee you've gone for uh, everyone's favorite team for 2019.
1: well yeah I've gone for the Cleveland Browns it's definitely a pivotal season for them I feel I'll let I'll let I'll just quiz you guys uh, before i start before last season when the Browns were seven eight and one and finished third in the AFC north when was the last time the Browns didn't finish bottom of that division oh 1933
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice about. Was it uh, late 2000s? No, early 2000s. I, I don't know. I mean, I, are you going to answer?
1: You're going to give me a year? I don't know. Oh, I thought, right. thought, thought you. I mean, you I did answer I do. for us. I'm quizzing you. All right.
0: two, oh. two thousand and two. 2002.
1: 2001.
0: 2010.
1: When they uh, yeah. went 5 and no. 11 and finished third. Uh, their most recent second place finish is 2007. And I don't want to go back far back um, yeah. to see where they last won the division. But my point is that you know this team's been down in the doldrums for quite a while, and everyone sort of had a laugh. The Cleveland fans have had a laugh themselves. You know, before the season just gone in 2018, they won four division, four games, sorry, in three years. You know, so it's not been great to say the least. But now we've got this resurgence. Obviously, we've got Baker Mayfield coming in. They've finally found this quarterback. They've got some talent coming around. You know, they've got Odell Beckham now. And, and the the sort of Moneyball sort of approach didn't work, but it's sort of giving Cleveland the assets and the cap space to to make the team they've had today. So you know, it's all blossoming now for the Browns. And um, you know, so we're going to the pre- we're going into the season now, and it's all you know people are hyping up the Browns. We've all just said that you know. We expect them to have a good season. I think pretty much everyone's expecting them to have a good season. And if they don't, it's just going to be, well, when will this ever happen? If we've had the, almost the best team that we've had in, you know, <laughs> forever almost, Um, you know, at least, you know, the past 10, 20 years, with the best quarterback they've had for the same amount of period, same amount of time, you know, when will it happen for the Browns? So I think this is pivotal that the Browns now go out and prove that they are a good team, not just on paper.
0: No, nice. No, great agree. Big, big season ahead for the Browns uh okay i'm gonna finish it off with the jacksonville jaguars now obviously i posted an article over the weekend so i'm not gonna paraphrase that one too much but uh similar to your to your question lee about when the last time the browns were didn't finish fourth and and all the rest of it when was the last time jacksonville jaguars apart from last season when was the last time they had a winning record wow yeah
1: that's a that's a long one as well isn't it i would say 2011
2: 2009
1: uh, 2007 oh wow like, it's a long long time, yeah, it's a
2: long, long time. <laughs> yeah back
0: in the days of jack del Rio, maurice jones drew and david garard but um <laughs> yeah there you go um okay. so yeah obviously they've, they've been in the doldrums for, for for a long while and been the laughing stock obviously pretty much since the you know since the the jaguars um entered the league well pretty much since since 2000 but uh yeah, and uh, here's another one for you. When when was the last time? When was the last time the Jacksonville Jaguars won the division like they did uh, in 20, 2017? Wow. Okay, it's
1: got to be before Peyton Manning's time, obviously, has not it? That's a a long oh. while ago. <laughs> it's, uh, two 2001. Nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, uh,
0: 1999 was the oh, last wow. time Ooh. they won the division. So there you go. Um, but yeah, obviously, long time since they've they've seen the top of of the of the of the division. Uh, they obviously did so in 2017, um, and so my article goes into depth about kind of what happened last season. Uh, but this is a pivotal season for the for Jaguars because we need to know whether or not that 2017 was an outlier or whether it is you know of uh, last season was a blip and they're actually ascending you know towards the top end of the of the of the table if you like. Uh, I just I don't think they will. Uh, I just think there's, there's there's too many players there running the asylum. Doug Morone's going is in the hot seat, <laughs> and he's going he's going to go at some point as well. But yeah, if you want to if you want a full kind of look at and, and breakdown of, of my thoughts on Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, head over to 14yards.com forward slash blog uh, and check that out. Uh, put yeah. a lot of time into it, quite a lot of love actually for that article. So I was quite pleased that it came across. Yeah, very good. It took me good took time. me a long time and battled battled this this man flu that I've got. If we're allowed to say that in 2019. <laughs> um, <laughs> Poured my heart and soul into it, now i jacking. Yeah, um, no, it's good. Yeah. So. I,
1: it also made me a bit optimistic that the Jags will fail and Jalen Ramsey will become a charger.
0: Yeah, you did say that. You did say that. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, go and check that out. That's all That's uh, that's all the teams then for the FC. So, let's have a look at a couple of players then. Uh, Lee, you've gone for, uh, we're staying in the AFC South, Marcus Mariota.
1: Yeah, I kind of ruined this early, didn't I? When I sort did, of blurted yeah. his name out. <laughs> when, cause I thought we were going to go from injured quarterback to injured quarterback. I thought that no, was gonna going to be the segue that you NFC were going to go to AFC. Yeah, I didn't quite clock onto that. Anyway, so yeah, like I say, another sort of injury-prone quarterback. You know, we've got the nickname for him uh, on it's the a podcast. Wet, wet, wet. Exactly, um, <laughs> you know he. It's another player like Vic Beasley. It's in a in a contract year. He's had his fifth year option picked up. Just about probably, and you yeah. can kind of club him in. I don't. With... I don't know how he
0: signed it though, because he had numb fingers.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> must have got his agent to do I'll just stamp. Maybe he got a stamp to do it.
0: Well, he did like um, a five year olds um, hand pen hand paint.
1: Yeah, <laughs> finger painting.
0: Yeah, finger painting.
1: Um, anyway, you can kind of club in James Winston to this as well, who was another candidate that I was possibly going to go for in this in this debate. Um, you know, they came into the league first and second overall, and in that draft in 2015, it was kind of said that you just can't miss either of them. So, you know, the Titans and the Bucks, who had those picks at the time, it didn't really matter which way around they were, because they were both going to be good. And neither of them really have been. You know, we were talking about records uh, earlier on. Marcus Mario's record, I won't get you to guess, because I did that earlier, is uh, 27 and 28. You know, and we all know that the sort of, the no-man's land that 500 is, is that yeah. you just can't get better, you can't get worse. Marcus <laughs> Mario just needs to step up and put his big boy pants on and, like, take this team by the scruff of the neck and make them good, because they've got talent.
0: Pull your pants up and tell your <laughs> boss to pick a lane. Yeah, exactly. It's returned. <laughs>
2: nice. <laughs> they've, they've had... He's had plenty of opportunities, already, hasn't he? he I has. mean, yeah, yeah. He, he's so... He's done. This is his last season. I think he'll probably be dropped before, before the end of the season. That'd be a bold take, quite possibly, from and me um, oh, this
1: sorry. year. Sorry, Bobby, did you have I thought I was going to cut you off then. No, 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 that was it. I was it. just going to say, no, one, one thing that really surprises is that, you know, if you go back to when he was in college and playing for Oregon, you know, he he was an exciting player. He would run all over the show. He would throw touchdowns left, right and centre. And, you know, coming into the NFL, he's just, just not that exciting. He's super safe with the ball. Um, you know he throws quite a lot of interceptions now, and you know he's just not the player that we thought he was going to be. It's really disappointing. And you know, like we said, I think yeah, he is on the verge of being out of the league. If you know, you know, he could, if he has a bad season, he could be sort of a Robert Griffin the third kind of backup to a mobile quarterback in you know two or three years time. I feel it
0: in my fingers. No mate, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Uh, um, Yeah, I won't go to the lengths of having to burn my uh, Marcus Mariota Oregon jersey, but um, yeah, (laughs) he could certainly be, could certainly be out the league this time next year. Someone that won't be out of the league this time next year is Patrick Mahomes, who have gone for a pivotal season. Uh, I mentioned it a bit earlier in the podcast about obviously you know teams that have now tape on him and what he's likely to do, intentions and and kind of how he plays and. That's always a that's always a big test for a quarterback. Obviously, that put paid to to people like Colin Kaepernick and or you know every time someone brings something new to the table, it doesn't take too long before before teams cotton on and you know kind of kind of put put that to put that to the dirt. And uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how Patrick Mahomes now reacts to expectation and you know obviously being one of the faces. Is he he's the Madden cover this year, isn't he? I don't know. Is he? Is he? I thought I saw somewhere he's the Madden cover. <laughs> that's probably <quite laughs> just <interesting>, me dreaming. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah, so just, it would just be interesting to say that Tyreek Hill. We don't know how long he's going to be out for, uh, but you know, not having some a field stretcher like him where he can just launch the ball downfield and Tyreek Hill is just always going to find it and out sprint all the all the corners. Is um, going to is going to help uh, opposing you know, defenses, you know, take out the next person. They can just look at uh, Travis Kelsey. He's might, you know, might get more coverage in the in the first in the games where Tyreek Hill is out. You know, Sammy Watkins isn't uh, isn't Tyreek Hill and Miko Harmon uh, could be anything. is his first season. No one's. Uh, Everyone's expecting him just to be Tyreek Hill the second, um, and you know that's it's not that's not how it's going to translate over, uh, and obviously the other little bits there. You know, Kareem Hunt uh, is not, is, you know, Damian Williams is not a Kareem Hunt when he was in full flow last season. So again, I, I just think he's going to have to try and replicate what he did last year with with lesser weapons and people having more time to, to see what he can do and what he's all about. Um, so I just think it'd be interesting to see how he reacts to that, what he can do this season. I mean, if he if he comes out this season and gets anywhere near what he did last season, then uh, I think he's he's pretty much here to say. But um, a bit of a hot take. I just I just don't think uh, everyone should be jumping on just yet. I think we need to see it for, for, for a second season. Obviously, he's it's, it's third in the NFL. But, um, yeah, it's, it's not a guarantee that he's going to be anywhere near what he did last season. Um, so, yeah, I think it'd be quite pivotal for him in, just in terms of maybe – uh, not, you know, I'm not going to write him into, into Canton if he does do what he did last season as well, but you know, he'll, he'll truly announce himself on, on the stage that he's here to stay mm. rather than just be a, be a fashion pan. So, uh, interesting season ahead there for Patrick Mahomes, in my opinion. Okay, yeah. Rob, round us off with Miami running back.
2: Uh, yeah, Kenyon Drake, uh, big season coming up for this guy. Uh, I'm not a massive fan, I'll be quite honest. I think he's been quite uh mediocre to at best for his 3 years in the league so far however uh he has got some upside to him he does carry uh the ball yards per carry his career average is 4.7 uh, which is obviously a good thing um you know and he does come in there with some touchdowns two in 2016 three in 2017 Four in two thousand and eighteen, so that's creeping up every year. Uh, obviously, no Jay, Jay uh, in in Miami, no Frank Gore in Miami to to bother him this year. So that, that's his role. I don't think Kalen Bellage is going to do anything spectacular to knock him off his perch either. Um, having said all that, Miami Dolphins are probably going to be playing from behind a lot, may not run the ball um, again, but there isn't anyone else there really. Uh, Really, you're going to tell me Devante Parker is going to be part of the offence? You're going to tell me Kenny Stills is a wide receiver one? Uh, you know, it, it's it, they've got to use someone. And I think Kalen, uh, Kalen Blage, I think Kenyon Drake is uh, probably the best talent in that team. Um, will it come to fruition? I don't know. What do you guys think of,
1: of, of Kenyon Drake? I think he's me? flat to deceive. For, you know, he, he seems to be talked up a lot each yeah. off-season over the last couple of years, especially the last off-season. Um, and, yeah, like you say, he just doesn't really produce. Um, I, I... He's sneaky good yeah.
0: in the
2: passing game, though. He, he had yeah, PPR, yeah, I, think, I think he's okay. I
0: just wonder how many points they're going to score yeah. this season. Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, that, that is the question. Um, however, like I said, I can't see them over-utilising Parker or, or Kenny Stills or uh, Mike Jasicki. I mean, he might have a, a step up, but... Um, yeah, with with 477 yards and five rush, uh, five receiving touchdowns last year, he might well be a David Johnson type, where he's the you know the he's the most targeted player on the team.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think game, game script will will help Kenyon Drake because obviously with with the receptions as well. So I think he might get a lot of PPR stuff. Uh, and probably underrated a little bit there as well. Yeah, but I, I, I don't mind Kenyon Drake. Uh, I'm very I'm, so, I'm Kenyon Drake's one of those players to me where one one day I like him, one day I hate him, <laughs> and just yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But it's a, it's a pivot, it's a pivotal year for him because it's obviously a contract year. So if he's going to step up it needs to be this year. Um and if he does step up and 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 does take it to the next level where he can get sort of 7 800 rushing yards and and repeat the the 4 400, 500 yeah. yards in the in the receiving game, he could be a really nice piece yeah. especially in fantasy football. Yeah. Uh, he's certainly is very cheap. Uh, but yeah, big season for him coming up. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. So there you go. Uh, pivotal pivotal years for some teams and some players. But We're going to pivot now and do the quiz. Down. full 10 questions time here on the Four Ten yards podcast and we welcome in james fotheringham uh person who's been on the, the podcast a few times covering the jags but also uh, has actually submitted some questions into our first ever mailbag so i appreciate the uh, the love there james uh welcome you in how are you feeling ahead of the, this this nervous time
3: uh, well you pretty much nailed it there, nervous, but hey, yeah, it's uh, nice to be back on the pod and be able to get involved in the community again, so absolutely, absolutely, why not?
0: Yeah, and also you have a you have a corner of the internet as well which is uh, the NFL hype train previously, the, the fantasy thinker which you reminded me of uh, before we came on and pressed the record button, but do you just maybe want to tell the, for the folks out there uh, a bit about what you do on the Twitter and how they can get in contact with you and what, what content you put out?
3: Yep. So um, I've got both my Twitter handle and my uh, new blog page. So blog. Yes, I'm too cheap state to actually afford <laughs> a handle yet. Uh, but and my Twitter handles at Train. So I'm very much fantasy football based. Um, a lot of sort of in season waiver wire pickup advice and. Um, just general advice on everything. At the moment, I'm just going through like everyone, going through rankings for players pre-season and seeing how the market's shaping up. But through the season, there'll be a lot of railway-based uh, articles in terms of trying to compare fancy football to the railways in many respects. Yeah, yeah, Hence the hype train. It's uh, I mean, I work on the railway, so it's a bit of a you know work and home life put together really. So. Um, but yeah any any it's still very much fledgling but uh, if anyone's willing to join up check it out submit anything i would be most happy
0: lots of <laughs> lots of opportunity for for puns and plan words there for with trains and NFL. Oh, i love it uh, I, i've
3: tied them out once already and they'll go round again
0: there you go love it absolutely love it you can never have too many puns in my eyes uh, yeah just guess maybe if you, if you I, I saw that you had um i was at wide receiver post recently about wide receivers yeah, yeah. so my
3: rankings for, for the wide receivers, yeah. I kind of go, I go down in tiers, so uh, my tier one only has two players in it, but mm. I'll, I'll let the uh, listeners go look for themselves to see who they are, although I imagine most people can guess.
0: Yeah, there you go, lo- lo- love the tease as well, uh, give, us, give us, obviously because you are the hype train and you say the conductor, give, a, give us one player that you're, that's selling tickets on, onto a hype train this off-season that you're buying. Oh, um,
3: I'll be honest... There's, actually quite, there's not as many values this year as I thought. Um, but off the top of my head, uh, Mike Williams, wide receiver for the LA Chargers. Mm-hmm. I just think he's going to... I'm um, not the only one high on him, so oh. those tickets are selling quickly. Yeah. But I just think he's going to be a bit of a touchdown machine for that team. Yeah.
0: How are the how are the tickets selling for Didi Westbrook?
3: Um, it's very much uh, in the Mystery Express category, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's one of those. There's the Jacksonville Jaguar wide receiver bucket. You put your hand in and pick any one of five out, and you just take the train until it stops.
0: There you go. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's for that's for later. Let's let's uh, let's get back to let's get down to, to the real business. Ten questions. Uh, so you're you're well aware because you you listen to uh, to the quiz and so you, hence the nervousness. But hopefully we can uh, we can treat you very well. Obviously being a good friend of the pod. Are you ready? Uh, as as I'm gonna be. Okay. Ah. Oh. <laughs> I've just seen one of the questions that's coming up. That's quite funny. Uh, okay, I'm going I'm to lead you in after th- uh, and start the clock when I start the first question. Three, two, one. Question one. What number does Jacksonville Wide Receiver Dee Westbrook wear? I
3: promise- <laughs> oh, that does not help at all. I promise, um, I promise
0: that wasn't scripted. Oh, God. Um,
3: oh, God. Uh, Twelve,
0: I think. Okay, question two. Name any player drafted by the New England Patriots in the 2019 draft from the second round onwards. Uh,
3: oh God, was Damien Harris second round or first? Uh, um, no, Hank Hill, Harris was first round. Damien Harris.
0: Okay, question three. Name any team that the Pittsburgh Steelers have defeated in a Super Bowl.
3: God, I should know this. I'm a Steelers fan, for goodness sake. <laughs> Pressure gets to you at the best of times. Uh, Arizona Cardinals.
0: Question four. Name any coach uh, for the Carolina Panthers prior to Ron Rivera. Oh,
3: God. Um, John Fox.
0: Uh, Question five. In half-point PPR leagues, Ezekiel Elliott finished the RB3 or the RB5 in 2018?
3: Three.
0: Question six. Name any team that running back DeMarco Murray played for in the NFL. Uh, Tennessee Titans. Uh, question 7. In Britball, name any team that plays in the Premiership South.
3: Uh, London Warriors.
0: Question 8. Complete the name of this college team, the LSU.
3: Oh, God. Uh, LSU, LSU, LSU.
0: Tigers. At question 9. Which player had this career path? Drafted by the New Orleans Saints with, uh, in 2014 with the 20th overall pick. Uh, was traded to the New England Patriots for one year and then was traded to the uh, LA Rams.
3: Brandon Cooks.
0: Uh, question 10. Within 5,000, what is the capacity of Philadelphia Stadium Lincoln Financial Field? 64,000.
3: Um, 64,000.
0: 64, okay, stop the clock. How do you think you did?
3: Better than I was expecting. Um, I, I'm hoping some of the... Those things
0: were inspired. but uh, We shall see. We shall see.
3: (laughs) There was a couple of complete wild stabs in that,
0: if I'm honest. Okay, we'll we'll go through them. You'll know them if you didn't know them before. So question one, Didi Westbrook does wear number 12 for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I can't believe I've asked that question. And I, I, honest to God, didn't know that that was coming up. But there we go. Uh, question two, uh, New England Patriots did draft Damian Harris. I think it was third or fourth round. You had uh, Joe Dewan Williams, Jay- Chase Winovich, Damian Harris, Jodney Gidjus, uh Hjelta Froholt, Jarrett Stidham, Byron Cowart, Jake Baylor and Ken Webster. Uh, all household names now, I'm sure not. Uh, name any team that Pittsburgh Steelers have defeated in a Super Bowl. Of course, Arizona was the most recent. Uh, before that was Seattle, uh, the, the St. Louis Rams, Dallas Cowboys, I think it was twice, uh, and Minnesota Vikings as well. Uh, Name any head coach for the Carolina Panthers was question four. There was only three in total, so you did well there. John Fox was one of them. Uh, George Seifert was one, and Don Capers as well. Very well done there on that one. Uh, Half-point PPR leagues, Ezekiel Elliott finished as the RB5. Unfortunately, not the RB3 in 2018. The flip of the coin there. Uh, DeMarco Murray uh, played for the Tennessee Titans, obviously, most recently. Before that was uh, Philadelphia and Dallas. Uh, Britball, Premiership South, the London Warriors, correct, obviously, um, Premiership South, as long as you go London, you usually got a a half a chance, Uh, London Blitz, that's where I was going with that one, yeah absolutely, London Warriors, London Blitz, uh, Bristol Aztecs, Kent Exiles, London Olympians and the Farnham Knights, Uh, question 8, college team, LSU, were the Tigers indeed, so uh, congratulations on that one, Question nine, career path. Saints in 2014 to the Patriots and now the Rams. Uh, Brandon Cook's obviously correct on that one. Uh, question ten, Philadelphia's at Lincoln Financial Field. You said 64,000. Within 5,000, it's 69,176.
3: So, uh, agon- oh,
0: come on. <laughs> agon- agonising <laughs> there. That was agonising. Uh, but yeah, I can say eight out of ten. Great effort there in just over two minutes, in two minutes three. Got to be, got to be happy with that effort.
3: Oh, ecstatic! <laughs> that's that's a lot more than I was. That's double what I was expecting. So that's incredible.
0: There you go. So after after a long hard day, you've you've got an eight out of ten on a on a very t- very difficult quiz. So uh, you can you can sleep well tonight.
3: Oh, well, I, I was going to do anyway. I think <laughs> um, and that shattered. But uh, yeah, no, that's uh, that's incredible.
0: You can go. You can go to sleep with a smile on your face yeah definitely <laughs> um lovely stuff james thank you so much for coming on so thank you for getting in touch with us for mailbag and obviously uh, the engagement that you have with us as well really appreciate it uh, so if you want to get in contact with james that's at nfl hype train as well go and give that a look out for all the listeners out there james uh, we'll speak to you soon my friend take care of yourself
3: take care of yourself hope to talk to you soon cheers
0: okay eight out of ten there for james great cracking effort so close to to a full house um yeah, I'm not sure that's one that's going to be beaten anytime soon. So uh, yeah, well done to him at NFL Hype Train. Um, yeah, we'll be back with that next week. Talking of next week, it's um, I'm I'm off next week. Good, <laughs> um, okay, let's close this drive out, lads. Let's go fourth down. Fourth down. Okay, fourth down. So just a just a full ten yard update. Lots of stuff as usual going on with the podcast. We we'll start off with the podcast. Like I say I am off next week. So j- chaps, uh, I hope you keep the uh, the ship sailing on its merry way through the calm waters. Just mind out for that iceberg. <laughs> um, I'm interested. I will I will be downloading and listening. So I'm interested to in see what you you boys have got conjured up. No cowboys, hate please. Well, the, <laughs> the, the the ice
2: The iceberg will be Lee's takes.
3: <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> oh <my.
0: laughs> anyway, uh, yes, a bit later on this week. Um, this is obviously, of course, Wednesday when you listen to this. Uh, we will have uh, some uh, Britball podcasts coming out uh, very shortly, indeed, to so keep your eyes peeled uh, for that. Talking, hoping to talk to uh, the East Kilbride Pirates head coach, and also have someone talk. Uh, come on and talk to us about the NFL Academy, obviously down in London. Obviously the Jaguars stuff there as well. Uh, in terms of articles and uh, oh, sorry, just podcasts as well. Um, Rob, you've got a podcast coming this week—the uh, the debut one from the Fantasy Branch. Yeah, keep
2: your ears peeled, your ears uh, peeled. The new um, because uh, yeah, the Full the full 10 Yards a Fantasy podcast is coming and hitting the airwaves. Uh, it will also be tomorrow or Thursday, I don't know when you want to put it up, Tim, um, but we're, 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 we're recording that after this, uh, so I've got special guest Steve Taroni, uh, formerly of Fantrax HQ, and he works now for the uh, Hot Takes pod, and he is uh, yeah, he's a very good guy, I spoke to him before, um, uh, back in yesteryear uh, and we're doing a mock draft to, to kick things off nice and easy uh, and the mock drafts tend to be a good listen so uh, so yeah tune in and as well just a little uh, uh, disclaimer for you uh, my, my July rankings will be
0: up this time next week yeah. hot 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 there you go um, yeah that podcast will go up on Thursday I can tell you that. as long as you get over to me I can put it up but there we go Perfect. There we go. Let's move over to the written side of things. Articles. Lee, you've had another excellent piece in your draft Deja Vu series.
1: Yes, that came out yesterday. Yesterday. Well done, Yesterday. well done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, lunchtime. Tuesdays is the place to be uh, for Draft Deja Vu. Yeah, so I put out another piece, uh, just a typical Draft Deja Vu poo, uh, poo. piece, <laughs> you know, with a bit of video it's content involved. It's not poo, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Uh, this one's on uh, Raycon Davis, the Alabama defensive tackle. So, yeah, if you if you like that, tune in next week for a quarterback. I'll no. be doing next week. I won't, won't say exactly who. Uh, anyway, and if you fancy reading them all, that'd be very nice. And you can go back and read about Bryce Hall, Colin Johnson, and obviously this week's one on Raekwon Davis. Mm.
0: I get the feeling, Lee, you'd be awful in a TARDIS or in a Doctor episode because you wouldn't know what time zone you're in or what, where, yeah, where
1: you are. Yeah, no. Yeah, just yeah. You'd travel back I mean, to that I, like... I, I, I to be fair, we, I just about styled that one out. Not like last you week did. where I gave it away. You that did. We... No. That we've yeah, I, I feel like day. you'd
0: go back to like 1305 and then you talk to someone and say, oh, you do not remember when I spoke to you last week? And it's like, well, no, yeah. it was 7,000 7, years ago or 700 years ago. <laughs> anyway, uh, we move on. Uh, other articles, obviously, a great piece there by Lawrence about the, uh, I'll drink to that, about uh, alcohol-related uh, players, yeah, player one. names. That was quite a fun read. Go and check, make sure you go and check that out. Um, it was. I didn't know there was a guy called Jack Daniels uh, in the NFL, <laughs> but there we go. It was always going to happen, wasn't it, <laughs> let's be honest. Um... Some other articles, are uh, jury's out as well, talking of Lawrence. Uh, Rob, you you and Lawrence had a, a back and forth about Dak Prescott, didn't you? Um, yep. I think you won the poll, didn't you?
2: It's a landslide. landslide. I wasn't even close. Al- wasn't almost, it even almost, close. almost as much as
0: <laughs> a landslide as the uni bracket. I'm not talking about it, so I'm not talking about it. What was, what was,
2: the,
1: what was the actual <laughs> percentage for you and Lawrence, Rob, in the end? I never saw the finish result. Uh, Dak won in favour of 73%. Okay, yeah, pretty, pretty solid win. 90, 90% mm.
0: charges. Anyway. Um, <laughs> not bitter. I'm not bitter. I literally haven't mentioned it. <laughs> um, and then finally, off like I mentioned a bit earlier on in the podcast, Jacksonville. Uh, I put an article out called "Good, Bad, or Ugly," just looking at the crossroads that they are currently at. The decision they made to sign Nick Foles over rather than the rookie QB depend you know, considering their draft position and what that the you know the domino effect, if you like, what that could mean for Jacksonville over the next couple of years. Uh, and then finally, social media, uni bracket. I'm um, not going to talk about it. Um, uh, if you go to your, if you go to the Twitter at Full Ten you'll currently see a Rams versus Texans uh, vote going I mean, off This there should go, also
1: um, be a landslide, by the way. What the Rams? The Rams is one of the nicest uniforms.
0: It is. Oh, is that a throwback it, or is that a, just a normal? That's a throwback, it's, right?
1: It's a throwback. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, that's right, yeah. From I, was, I, was I was putting the poll out. I was the poll out, and I was like, "Oh, is this a throwback? I might be like, being really stupid." And it yeah, it's the,
1: was... that's the th- that's the throwback, and yeah. then the yellow ones, the color rush, which is also excellent. Yes,
0: yes, yes, indeed.
1: Okay, this is where we should have just like ditched the crap unis and just had all the good ones. No, we just has loads of LA unis. No. Could have had five, six, perhaps LA unis. Was it? A, just to throw my my tuppence <laughs> in here, was there any love for the Jaguars mustard kit? Because I love uh, that. That's what, that's oh what I my god, you bit. you are just. You should not be able to comment on uniforms. Seattle Jags, Jags mustard. You're a cult fan. The Jags
2: mustard is my up god. there for me. Right. Top five for me. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And and for all the hate that I've given Seattle fans, I'll give you this Seattle fans. <laughs> you, your colour rush jersey was my all time favourite jersey. So there you go. I do love Seattle. Up oh my real. god. I
0: mean, that, that looks like a, a lime hubba-bubba bubble gum, but um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the mustard green. Yeah, top five all time. Um, that's not a hot. That is uh, not a hot take yeah. either.
2: That is true. At least he doesn't look like a clown's outfit, like the Chargers one.
0: Oh, come on. A clown's outfit.
2: Nah, I mean, the people have spoken. The people have spoken. (laughs) Anyway, that's enough. Unpopular opinion. We'll
0: we'll take this offline, fellas. Uh, That's going to do it for (laughs) everyone here today at the Full 10 Yards Podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you all for listening. Really, really appreciate all the love we've been getting and say so we uh, the listens are going up week by week which is good to see so you, obviously if you're coming you are staying maybe not so much for my jokes but anyway you, you've got you can't all be good can it um i'm off next week so yeah maybe the viewership will or the listenership will will skyrocket plummet know. absolutely plummet, <laughs> plummet. um <but> no, <laughs> boys take take good care of the podcast we'll, we'll i'll be back on on friday uh with uh with some with some Britball stuff as well and you'll get to hear thomas as well and don't, oh yeah don't forget as well Britball uh results roundup it was up yesterday as well a bit I edited it, edited it a little bit. Good uh, bit of fun on that as well. Um, some interesting storylines going on in Britball, but yeah, that's going to do it for everyone at the Full Ten podcast today. Thank you all for joining. We'll speak to you in a couple of days, and I uh, say I'm going to go off and enjoy Florida. So in the meantime, it's goodbye from Rob.
2: I've got it. I've, I've been working on this. Take it all. Take it easy. Oh, I missed it. Oh, oh, <laughs> Buckled under the pressure, that, Damn. Rob. That was a pivotal take, moment for you, and you failed. Uh, oh, take. Funny. Take it easy, peeps. That's what I was gonna take say. It easy, take
0: peeps. it easy, take it, take it easy, peeps. There we go. <laughs> Lee, uh, it's goodbye from Lee. You see you on the other side. Everyone. It, to be fair, I, Lee, last week I edited out you. you said you, I'll see you on the other slide. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, like, I messed it up. yeah. I've
1: not been on good form no. recently.
0: No. Uh, and I will see you in a couple of weeks, guys. Enjoy your time. Enjoy the podcast. And say, so, uh, I'm gonna go sign up in Florida. In the great words of Kevin Cadle, it's bad out for now